welcome to the RN to Writer Show, where nurses learn how to become freelance writers. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes, RN. If you'd like more tips on how to launch and grow a freelance writing business, be sure to visit our website, rn2writer.com. And hey, you can catch this show on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the RN to Writer Show. I am your host, Elizabeth Haynes, and I built a six-figure writing business in my spare time. Really? And now I help other nurses do the same thing. And I'm so excited. We are here today with Brandy Hall. Brandy is a nurse writer who established the Writing RN to provide health and wellness content to businesses in the medical health and wellness specialties. Makes sense. Brandy has over 15 years of experience as a nurse, which drives her love of helping others through educating on health information. That's very common among nurse writers as well. Brandy is the mom of two girls, ages 13 and 12, a military spouse, a stepmom of two. And Brandy followed her passions of being creative, writing, and caring for others as an opportunity to be more family focused and pursue her own business, which is fantastic. Uh, This also allowed her to do other things she enjoys like traveling, learning, reading, fitness, and so on and so forth. And by the way, you can find a link to Brandy's LinkedIn profile in the description or the show notes, depending on how you were consuming this episode of the RN to Writer show. So welcome, Brandy. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you. So Brandy um, is on the show today because she had reached out to me feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I was wondering, Brandy, if you would just basically read the email that you sent that started us on this journey. Absolutely. I started, I think I'm in a cycle of paralysis and letting myself become overwhelmed. I was going to write some articles to post on LinkedIn. And as soon as I sit down to do so, I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I write? I don't know what to do. And the panic sets in. I do know how to write, but I do, I can't seem to get past this cycle. And then my head starts telling me that I just shouldn't do this. I've really come a long way with mindset over the last year, and I have a long way to go with it, but it's daily work and it's a daily practice. I think once I break through this, it will get better. And as I mentioned, I think the pressure of getting clients is the leading cause of this. I'm wondering if creating an action plan would be a good idea for me. I'm nearing the end of module five in the program, but I do need to do something different. Thank you. Thank you for reading that. And for our listeners, Brandy was talking about the Complete Guide to Content Marketing Writing course when she was referring to module five. So Brandy, how long have you been working as a writer? I started writing last June, last summer. um, And then I kind of got tangled up in the freelance world. Um, There was a lot of people telling me how to do that and what I needed to do. And actually ended up leaving that niche because it wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Um, And I came back around uh, last month. And, just, and said, this is actually really where I want to be. 
um, and then trying to figure out how to get there and get away from all of that noise is when I found um, the RN to Writer program. And I was like, this is really how I, I need to figure out where I wanted to be. Okay. So I did spend about six months writing, just not quite the way that I, I wanted to be doing that. Okay, understood. So what I, what I like to tell people is there are many, many ways to become and be a freelance writer. And what I teach is how I did it because I know that works and can be replicated. But what I teach is not like the one true path to freelance writing or something like that. And I just like people to know that. But so now the advice I'm going to give you, though, is based on what I did and what worked for me and what I've seen work for other nurses who were doing this. And so the first thing, though, I want to say is give yourself a huge pat on the back for not only doing this, but for persisting, because that is the key to it. Success in this business is all about persistence. Uh, tons of people wash out of freelance writing because they don't get quick success. And so they give up and they move on to something else. Uh, and you haven't done that. And that is really to your credit. So I want you to be sure to acknowledge that to yourself frequently. I think that what you're experiencing with this sort of overwhelm or feeling disorganized, like what, what do I need to do next is extremely common for people who are just getting started. So you are not, well, I know it is because it happened to me too. So you are definitely not alone. Like I sp spun my wheels with this for years actually. And that's why I'm so gratified to be able to help other nurses not spin their wheels for years. But anyway, I think the, this is easily solvable. Um, it just requires prioritization. So what I always advise nurses to do is first, get writing samples that you can show to prospective clients because they're all going to ask. You don't need tons of samples. Three is sufficient. So if you don't have writing samples yet, just focus on that. And what I recommend for that is to try to volunteer for a health nonprofit and tell them you'd like to, you know, uh, write some materials for them as volunteer. And normally they will jump for joy and bring you on, but not always. And a lot of nonprofits right now have been affected by the pandemic. So their staff is squeezed and they can't take on um, a volunteer writer. So that's okay too. If that's the case, pop over to allnurses.com and choose a, um, you know, think of an article you'd like to write, a real article, not just like a bulletin board post for their audience of nurses, and then pick one of their uh, boards on there. And there's a way to submit an article as opposed to simply a post. Submit an article and it will go through an editing process there and they'll post it and voila, you have a bona fide writing clip because it needs to be something published by a third party. That's, that's the main relevant point is something published by a third party. Now, after that, or even while you're working on that, the next thing is to get a website going. Uh, I can't overemphasize that. If everyone, 
in the audience listens to the episode we did with Marna Palmer of Studio ID, she speaks specifically about actively looking for writers for the Studio ID agency. And she wants to see a LinkedIn profile and a website. Um, it, because if she doesn't see those things, she can't evaluate whether a writer might be a good fit or not. And she didn't say this, but I would say also there's an issue of professionalism. If you have a website, then prospective clients know that you're a professional. So I would say work on getting the website done. And then you were absolutely spot on when you talked about writing LinkedIn articles. That is an excellent way to show that you know the industry, you stay abreast of the industry. Well, I should say it's an excellent way to showcase that if you're writing LinkedIn articles about those topics specifically. Like I think that a mistake that aspiring or novice writers make is they post things on LinkedIn that are more like personal blog posts or something about some creative passion of theirs. LinkedIn is a business networking platform. So if you write some articles about topics in freelancing and specifically health freelancing, that shows that, like I said, you know the industry, you know some issues that are going on, or you can speak directly to prospects about um why they should consider hiring nurses as freelancers, for example, or any sort of topic like that. Now, I will put in a small plug for my next level coaching program, which is called RN to Writer Stat. I, I feel so strongly about the value of well-targeted LinkedIn articles that in that program, I actually include a 52-week done-for-you LinkedIn editorial calendar that says exactly what to write about. But for you, Brandy, you can simply um, make your priority list. First, get my writing samples at the same time, or next, get my website published. Doesn't have to be fancy. Four pages is fine. And then next, write some LinkedIn articles, but you can only do one at a time. You know, none of us can write multiple articles. So that's one more thing that could overwhelm a person, right? Mm -hmm. Pick one topic and it doesn't have to be the perfect topic. Just pick a topic, write about it, publish it. And then pick another topic, write an article, publish it. Like don't strive for perfection here, just strive to get it done, you know? Does all of that make sense to you? Yes. What questions do you have about that? Um, I don't think anything about those. Um, okay. That's pretty straightforward. Does that sound doable to you? Yes. What else would you like to know? Or what else is on your mind? Um, well, some of the things that we had looked at in the module that I, or some of the modules that I think were kind of where I was getting stuck was I had selected the niches that I was focusing on rather than being a generalist. Um, I still don't know that I was specific enough. Um, and maybe that was the problem, but then it was a matter of in those niches, 
finding the clients to send the LOIs to. And I think I kind of was like, all right, I, I know I need to do that thing. I'll do that. And then I went on to the next module and I didn't really do that thing. So then I was kind of adding that to my overwhelm on top of the not having articles to send as well or samples. So um, I guess I think part of that is might be more of the overwhelm than anything is where, how do I direct who I want to talk to or who I want to reach out to or, you know, find gotcha. the, actually finding the clients. Gotcha. So yes, let's, let's not get the cart before the horse. Let's get the work samples first. But when it comes time to start prospecting, I think that I didn't do the best job of explaining the purpose of having niches as a nurse writer is to avoid the overwhelm, first of all, because as you can see, if you just think everyone in the world is a prospective client, then it's like, who, but who do I send to, or what am I, what am I doing? It's just too easy to get overwhelmed. But if you narrow things down into um, a clinical focus, for example, like what, what's your clinical niche, like one of them? Um, I was thinking holistic medicine. Okay. Oh, excellent. Excellent. But I think the part that I perhaps didn't explain too well, so I appreciate the opportunity now to expand on this a little, is the, the clinical niche is over here. And the secret is to find the intersection with the industry segment. So the way I always sort of viewed the content marketing writing world was there were basically six healthcare industry segments. There were providers, payers, manufacturers, service providers, publishers, and agencies. So you take the clinical niche and you pick one of those six um, industry segments, let's say providers, and you plug it into your clinical niche and you say, okay, where is the intersection of providers and holistic medicine? You prospect on that for a day and you just look for providers who are already producing content. And so like, for example, if you chose large academic medical centers, you might not find that specific clinical niche, but you might find like that they have a complementary and alternative medicine department that publishes content. I mean, this is the key. Do they publish content? Because if they don't, I would skip that when you're starting out. And then maybe another day you say to yourself, what about manufacturers? Where's the intersection of this holistic medicine and manufacturing? Like what products um, on the consumer side are aimed at this segment and which of those are published content? And that's really how that prospecting unfolds. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how to do that. But first, we have to get you some writing samples. We have to get your website up with links to your writing samples so that as you're prospecting and sending those LOIs, um, you can include specific links to 
um, samples that make sense for those types of prospects, right? And in a certain way, knowing the types of prospects you might want to pursue can help you determine like what types of articles to publish on LinkedIn. Because if you want to go after providers, then you could write something on LinkedIn about um, how content marketing can benefit holistic practitioners or complementary alternative medicine practitioners or something like that. And again, then that showcases that you know the industry and it gets their attention in terms of, wait a minute, we might be able to get her to write for us. So you kind of accomplish both there. Right. Okay. Well, I hope you found that useful. Do you have any other questions for me? No, I think that's all. That's um, kind of just where that cycle had kicked in and was just going around and around. Absolutely. It's easy. It's very easy because sometimes, like you said, we, we register that there was a step we were supposed to do and we just kind of skipped over it. And then we find ourselves with a roadblock and we have to go, oh, I need to go back and do that step. It's almost like development. It's like child development or something. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your coming on, Brandy, because like I said, I'm, I know that there are a lot of audience members who are also feeling a little befuddled about some of this stuff. And I know that we really cleared that up for them. So I would like to thank you for coming on. I would like to thank our audience for listening or watching today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the RN to Writer show on YouTube or follow us on Spotify and Apple podcasts. And until next week, keep pitching.